I swear. I swear. I swear. I swear. I swear. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. You give it a whistle. Sweet. I thought that was going to be it for a second. That's what I was looking for. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. It's so good. We should have used that in the old people's thing. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Snipe Break High. We are in Season 4, Episode 17. You did it. Well, only because I have to write it at the top. Okay, fair enough. Of my notes or else I could. I even have to write the season. The reason I pause I do on every season episode. is because I didn't, I didn't write the season down. There's always I always want to say like Season 6. I don't know why. Because <laughs> mentally I want you to feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Into it. I always write it um, because I do it on Google Docs. So, yeah. And then I get really mad if when I try and put in the title, it doesn't autofill. How rude. Now I have to type it twice. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am Leanne. That's Jane. Hi. We are talking about Heartbreak High and the original. The original. Yeah, they've got a season two coming of the new one. Mm hmm. If, oh my god! If that makes seven seasons, I mean, good for I'm them. I'm not if it does. watching the new one. <laughs> no, we I'm can't. We already it. talked about it. It feels different to go with every single detail on something that's currently happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, this episode, so we've got Charlie. If you recall, he's here. He catfished. He's not Keanu. Jane's still a little bit about it. He just needs his hair cut. <laughs> I'm not even that mad at the hair. No. <laughs> Maybe a little less gel. <laughs> That would be nice. He's cute. I, this episode, we learn about business. We start the episode with Charlie and Bolton appropriating culture. My note for this was just all capitals, what the fuck. So we first see like Bolton's hand and it's almost like he's got, he's got a black marker and he is drawing what kind of looks like tribal markings just on one side of Charlie's face. Yes. And I was like. That's mean. He's being mean. But then we turn around and see Bolton's already done half his face. face. Yeah. And he says something about it being the alpaca Indians, which isn't even a thing. And then that's when, like, Charlie goes, aren't alpacas sheep? And I'm like, no, alpacas are fucking alpacas. (laughs) (laughs) They're animals. But there is a couple of things in this episode that I'm going to explain as the science teacher I am. (laughs) That's not even science. All right, when when we get to the whale vomit. Okay, yeah, we can do that. I'm going <laughs> on a tangent, going. so brace yourselves. Um, I This episode, and maybe the last one as well, Bolton is cute. Like he was never not cute. It just his hair is suiting He's his face. so tiny. I like, see, same He's as. so little and skinny. It's cute, it but is. he just looks so little and skinny. He looks very, his face is very attractive to me. Is he? Mm. No, I like Charlie's face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, We've never gone for the same dudes, though. No, we haven't. I remember Except when I Keanu. said Keanu. Keanu, for sure. Um, Us and every other woman. I was going to say, there's, <laughs> there's some that are just universal. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. No, pretty much I think any celebrity that I find hot, you are like, no, thank you. Who's a celebrity you find hot? I can't even think of any off the top of my head. Neither can I now that I've said that. <laughs> um... There is a guy, this isn't going to make sense to anyone who hasn't seen it. So there's, I don't watch K-dramas, 
But for some reason, my TikTok FYP is fucking full of them. <laughs> so, like, I have watched almost full K-dramas just from seeing them on TikTok. <laughs> and there's one out at the moment that's called um, King of Land, I assume. I don't know if it's meant to be King of the Land, but it's literally just called King of Land. And it's about set in a hotel and the two leads were both K-pop singers before they moved into acting. Okay. Um, I don't know this guy's real name. Jung Ho, maybe? He was in a K-pop band called 2PM. Because again, I don't know. I'm, I'm some Googling. of the names they give them are so funny. Jung Ho, maybe? I think it might be J-U-N-G-H-O. Anyway, he's yep. the lead in King of the Land. I find he's only, I think he's like 33, 34. So at least he's like. <laughs> Your age. Not, yeah, yeah. Getting there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't feel bad uh, too. Like, cause sometimes, you know, when you see me like, he's cute. And then I yeah. find out they're like 22 and I'm like, whoops. <laughs> Even though they're legal, it's still. Too yeah. Young. Whoops. Um, but he is so attractive. I don't find like all K-pop like people or K-drama people attractive, but because damn. It's like with, um, it's like with. Uh, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but soapies, like it's very curated and yeah, yeah very makeup. Yes. yes, that's what it is. I mean, obviously like K-pop, K-dramas are literally just a churning machine and I imagine that the majority of the people have been forced to have some kind of plastic surgery. Yeah. All the men and all the women. Um, But he's so cute. I'm trying to think. I find. Do you know who I, who is cute? But for some reason, to me, not in this show. Yeah. Um, Simon Baker. Yeah, I'm not into Simon Baker. Like, I he's object like object objectively I attractive. I liked him in The Mentalist. Meh. I'm trying to think who I would find. Okay. If you had to date anyone on this show, assuming they're of age, because they all are, because yeah, they yeah. All were, even though they're playing teenagers. Um, if you had to date any. Of the cast that are currently on the show, I was going to say because I'd say previously probably Steve. Oh yeah, but no, he's dead. <laughs> but he's dead. <laughs> I would say Bolton. Okay. <laughs> Do you know who I'm finding very attractive right now? Is okay. This is my I, I have the mental tastes of a teenager, so I've been watching the summer I turned pretty. Um, <laughs> It's fine. Don't worry. What's that on? It's on Amazon. Um, okay. You'll see it all over TikTok. The guy who plays Jeremiah is beautiful. I God, I hope he's – hang on. Now I need to check is his age. Is this the one where it's like a chick and, like, there's two boys? Yes. Are they brothers? Yes. Okay. The curly head one. It. I have seen it on TikTok. I don't know which one's which or who's His doing what. Eyes. Are... What happens? Does she like one of them but then decides she likes the other one? Or yeah, they pretty much. Like her? They, yeah, both. All of the above. Jesus. Yeah. He's 23. Oh, that's way too young. All right, take it back. <laughs> um, I also find um, oh, Stephen Yun is very, very attractive. Who's that? He was in The Walking Dead. He was oh. in Beef. He's a very good looking man. Yes. Mm. I'd agree with that. Anyway. We are <laughs> off track. Uh, do you know what? Even though as much as I hate Matt, Vince. Vince Boletto is very, very, very nice to guy. look at. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we have objectified all the characters. Yeah. Rupert Reed has a really friendly looking face. I was about face. to say. Yeah, he's just yeah. got such a nice looking face. They, I mean, guys, they are on a public TV show. They are meant to be good looking. <laughs> Same with the new cast. Yeah. They're all in, like, what, Vogue? Oh, yeah, like all beautiful, attractive people. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love those TikToks or those memes where you see when people go 12-year-olds now and yeah. they're doing like some sexy TikTok dance. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then it goes, me when I was 12. And it's like a fucking potato. Yeah. And I cannot agree with that more. I watched one the other day where it was like she was doing the TikTok dance and then she said, me when I was 12. And she was singing Britney into a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister and I used to do ridiculous um, – like dance routines to songs and then we'd make my mom or grandma watch us do the routines. But where, have you seen like good teenagers good on TikToks now? So cu- yeah, and they're it's curated. All, yeah, but like they're full makeup, full hair, full outfit and they're doing fairly suggestive things yeah. and like doing the thing where they like stick their tongue out the side of their mouth and stuff like that. And I was like, when I was 12, I was, I was a potato. <laughs> An awkward potato. I mean, I still am, but I'm an adult version. They, Those kids that are doing that on TikTok now are still more, they're more grown up than I am. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even at 17, 18, I wouldn't have been doing that dance wearing that outfit on TikTok. No. And I'm not shaming them. I wish, I wish they would kind of lean more into having a bit more of a childhood. Yeah. um, Rather than being worried about other people's perception of them. I think that's what makes me sad for them more than anything else. Um, But, yeah, I would never have had – I would never have thought I am good looking enough to do this this (laughs) and put it up there for public consumption and comment. I'd rather die. (laughs) There are sometimes – you go through your TikTok and, like, you go through all these big creators and you see them and some runs randomly I'll get someone on my FYP that has, like, one view, zero likes, doing a dance. Yeah. And I'm like – I applaud your bravery. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Good for uh, you. You look insane, but good for you for putting this out on your internet. Because I would never. <laughs> I would not have the guts to do that. I, is like, having guts always a good thing? Like, <laughs> like literally, you and I here are like freaking smokescreen on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, no. No one's looking at us ever having a laughter attack and <laughs> No. I know what my face looks like when I say <laughs> like I can feel what my face looks like depending on what I'm saying. And it's not that's not for public consumption. <laughs> like when you last episode you said I look like a blobfish. And I'm I fine with it literally. because I legitimately like I could feel how downturned the sides of my mouth were. <laughs> and I knew exactly what you meant. <laughs> and I imagine I wasn't far off. <laughs> anyway. I am so Bolton's like, we're going to get so many chicks with our alpaca Indian tribal markings on our face. And then the next thing you know, we're in class. What class? I don't know. I'm it not, could be science because Bell's gone. I saw, there's science in the background. There's science on the board. I wasn't sure if that was humanities. Ah, oh, maybe. Like I saw, it was like formation. like That makes more stuff. sense. So I was like, are they in humanities? Or but, business, but food tech, but science because there was sometimes it so, looks like they're in a science lab. Yeah, so Bell's gone and as far as we know, he hasn't been replaced. Mm-hmm. He was brought in to teach food, teach food tech to the boys now we're just in a mystery subject. And why does every cast member take every class? That is not how the HSC or VCE <laughs> works. I have taught VCE for 17 years and maybe one or two kids is in the same. They've just happened to pick the same subjects in the same sequence and ended up in the same class yeah, because have, there are multiples. To have that many kids in the same class yeah. is 
ridiculous. Yeah. It's not how year 12 works. Yeah. It'd almost be like they'd all, all have to get together beforehand and go, all right, let's, we're all yeah, going to yeah. pick the same subjects regardless of what we want to get into at university. Yeah, because we all have different, like, interests. Yeah. And, like, courses have prerequisites that mm-hmm. you have to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Kat's doing dance. Is that a subject or is that just a Gosh, It seemed like a lunchtime club, it seemed. Anyway, yeah. Charlie rocks up. And yeah, so Tom's just explaining the fact that they're going to be doing a project where they're working in pairs and it's going to be making something and that's to do with recycled materials, yeah, yeah, um, and that they're going to market it. And so Charlie heads into class where Bolton is fresh faced. How did Bolton get it off his face? I, my, th- my thought is he he lives with girls and he has stolen like their eyebrow pencil or eyeliner pencil. But they which, looked the same. Yeah, but I don't think. Either way. Yeah. Somehow Bolton has got all his tribal markings off before going to class. Charlie has obviously tried to wash it off because it's very like smudged, smudged, but literally half of his entire face is covered <laughs> in pen essentially. And um this is probably one of those moments where I was like, this is truly what it's like to be a teacher when he walks in and Tom's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, go and wash it off. Yeah. And he's like, I tried. I tried. And then he's like, go to art. They'll have like some kind of solvent. Just thing. your whole like, face off. And I was like, Charlie, don't put that on your face. Don't, be, don't, don't walk do. in and be like, you got any turps? Can you got any paint stripper? <laughs> <laughs> Just any bathroom with soap would generally be fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like Tom lets him go and he actually, like, he laughs yeah. about it. And I was like, yeah. I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had kids do that. They've walked in with so fucking, um, Sharpie yeah. cat whiskers. I'm like, listen, dickhead. <laughs> that's well, and also I know that's not coming off. No. Even if they go to the toilets. You're going to have so to sometimes, forever. Sometimes kids draw shit on their face or their arms and they come up and they go, can I go to the toilets and wash it off? And I go, nah. <laughs> and you see them kind of go. Because normally, like, yep, yeah, go, you go and get you go that ahead. off you. Yeah. I'm like, guess what, bitch? Now you've got it on for the whole hour. <laughs> Have <laughs> <At> fun. <least. laughs> so I don't know what class it is, but yeah. So in now, their business, humanities, geography, science class, <laughs> food tech. Yeah, they're Dice, doing marketing. They're doing marketing. They have to create a product to market, and so Dyson is all over it. And he wants, she wants the public involved. She wants the press there. She's wearing the same shirt she wore last episode. She is. She lives at the office. It's like a long, flowy, florally Pretty. thing with a like a little weird neck. Mm. I wouldn't wear Instantly, it, but it's I was nice. Like, huh. I assume that she had filmed scenes from both episodes just on the same day. <laughs> the same yeah. day. She also mentions like the youths and Generation X, which is hilarious because my mum is almost Generation X. I think she's just on the cusp of it. What are we? I'm a millennial. I'm millennial. Okay. I'm a. I think we're grandma millennials. <laughs> I'm more grandma millennial than you. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. So she's like saying to Tom, they're in the staff room now, and she's like, "We're going to do this. And we're going to make it public, and we're going to have people from the chambers of commerce and rah rah rah." Oh my god. And then my favorite part was like after Dyson leaves. <laughs> Same. Ronnie's got a book up in front of her face, and she just slowly brings it down and looks at him and goes, "Who's the teacher's pet now?" And then just like. <laughs> And then lifts the book back up in front of her face. So Stassi's here to guilt Allie into working with her. Yeah, so they've got to be in pairs for this um, project that they're doing. Because apparently they're both super into fashion, which... Allie's never struck me as being a fashionista. Never struck me into it. Yeah. Um, but so Stassi wants to do the designs, but she can't sew, so she wants Allie to do the sewing. And Allie's like, oh, I don't really want to do that. 
And then Stacey's like, oh, you probably want to work with Matt. I'll just be all alone because I don't have anyone. So Ali being Ali says, yeah, all right, I can sew. We can be a pair. And then Kat wants to work with Charlie, but she wants it to be all her idea, which she has not yet come up with. She wants to work with him without working with him. Yeah, (laughs) she wants him to do the marketing stuff, I guess, because he's good with computers. Yeah. Um, And then the next thing we're back up in the – to computer lab. Yep. And Tom and Ellie are talking about her novel. Yes. And Dyson, Dyson comes along and you just and instant like sus. The principal she should be, the principal that Hartley has needed for years, or a year because whatever, for <laughs> seasons. Whenever the show started. <laughs> says you can't work alone together with her without anyone else around. You know, it's it doesn't look – it could, you know, lead to stuff. We just had Belle accused by Stassi, um, yeah. you know. And my thing was because she said – "Oh, so she calls Tom out yeah. and she says, um, look, you can't work with her one-on-one because it's sus. And she says, oh, we've had someone wrongfully accused. Yes. And I wrote, what about the actual predator that ran away with the student? Yes, well, I she mean, wasn't there for that. She but wasn't there, but surely that would be – Somewhere on the files. <clears throat> something that people know happened at that school, particularly if you are on staff. Um, so Tom cracks his shit. He takes it so personally. He thinks it's sexist. That being said, it often is. Mm. I think people are far more forgiving of female staff working with either sex of child, uh, than they are with having a male teacher working with a female student, which is interesting because you, like, I see a lot of female teachers in the news for like, being in the US, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. So, and definitely it should be both. Yeah. I mean, that being said, I've worked one on one with kids, but usually, like, we've got, and your school's the same, we have a lot of like open areas. Yeah. So I can sit, there's tables like out in the corridors. So I can sit out in the corridor. Even my art room, um, if kids come in, the entire like inner wall is glass. Yeah. And it's directly across from the staff room. Yeah. So I'm never, I mean, that little room is small. I guess kind of that as mm. if you are, it's not that you can't work with them one-on-one. It's just that you need to be somewhere. It's quite accessible. Yeah. Where yeah. other people are walking past or if you can have other students and stuff like that. So Tom's having a sook. Dyson's like, Hey, it's happened before. And then Tom super professionally runs and dobs on Dyson to Ali. Yeah. So he goes back to Ali and he's like, Hey, I'd work with you, but Dyson won't yeah, let me. we can't work. And, look, he does say, I guess he does say it's for, like, a protection thing. Yeah. I think he's less – he could have been a lot more whingy about it and gone, oh, it's so unfair. But he does say, like, you know, these are the rules. And, yeah. again, his dad's the fucking – whatchamacallit, the, Grand Poobah. The um, head of the Department of Education. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> so, but Ali's mad and she wants to go and talk to Dyson and he's She's like, no, so no mad. just leave it. Meh. Ali, you were around for the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you've been around. For and Ali's all the- meant to like is often portrayed as the most probably level headed, reasonable one. Yeah, out of all the group. So then we head to Stassi's home, and I have notes from our mum, Bosnian editor. So because my note was, how come none of them have accents? Well, this is what is I have. Your note. So our Bosnian editor has approved of the set dressing as realistic because he's like, that's literally what a, many houses of his family looks like growing up. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the choices. However, the Bosnian accent is not the same as the English accent that the mother has. You can tell – so the actress who's playing the mum, you can tell she's trying to do something accent-wise because, you know, sometimes – she, but it's almost just like she's 
pronouncing every word. I looked her very up. Individually. She was born in England. She did. She was here uh, for a little okay. while, but she left England and then went back to England. But the dad is full Aussie. Yeah, which again, fine. We're not saying you have to be typecast, but these are people from Bosnia. My mother-in-law, they, whose English is excellent, came here in the 70s. She came here nearly 50 years ago and her accent is still very strong. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point is that we've <laughs> literally had an episode not long ago, yeah. what, two or three episodes ago, yeah. where Stassi was talking about the fact that her family came over from Bosnia. So as far as we know, her parents born there, lived there until they were very much into adulthood before mm-hmm. coming over to Australia. I assume Ali was also – not Ali, Stassi yeah. – was I don't I mean not maybe, born in Australia or at least born there as a baby and has lang- like language acquisition has been here that's quite possible yeah so yeah. like as far as I know, I don't know if like we've never really been given an age or like yeah what, what age Ali would have been when they came over from Bosnia or even if she was born I guess even Jack Jack was born he remember he was a refugee and yeah. he had a he didn't really have much of an accent but her parents should have something have some kind of accent and I like they've just gone. Also, we're not gonna. (laughs) His other note is he goes, They didn't even do basic research because she's like, That's I'm gonna do it in her British accent. That's just what papa's like. Papa? He's like, Actually, it's Tata. Tata is how you say father in Bosnian, and that's what you would call your dad. (laughs) So he's like, (laughs) So just so you know, the entirety of Stassi's um, life um, in this show will be cross checked by our Bosnian editor. Yeah. Um, so far they're failing. Um, <laughs> so, so the mum, the mum, she's telling her mum about the um, doing the fashion thing and that it's for school and that um, she needs to work um, after school for half an hour, hmm. half an hour mm-hmm. every night to work That's with Ali to get this much. project done. It is a school slash HSC yeah. thing. Yeah, but and then I don't know if you remember, but I think it was maybe two episodes ago where. Stassi wasn't handing in work and she was talking to – it was the same episode that Linda she was in. She has to look brothers. after – yeah, her job is basically to go home and take care of the household. Yeah, and they do continue that because mm. here comes Boris and he's just like – so the mum's like, oh, she just needs to stay to do this project. And just he's like an hour. Yeah, and he's like, no, it's a waste of time. She needs to come home and help you. And the mum's like, all right, she's got two boys that look to maybe be about eight. Yeah. Our editor did say he had the same haircut as the brothers growing up. <laughs> These kids are like eight, maybe yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. and uh, They were I, pretty quiet. They weren't exactly like. Yeah, they were smiling the whole time. Yeah, they made yeah, me laugh. Yeah. Um, but apparently Boris doesn't think that his wife is capable of looking after her own two children yeah. for an extra half an hour in the afternoons. Um, so he's like, no, she needs to come straight home and look after her brothers and school is a big pile of flaming shit. He basically was like, if she stays back half an hour, he, this is – She's going to end up in the gutter. She's gonna, this is literally – these are his words. This, I know I am very hyperbolic. We both are, but yeah. this is not it. He's like, if she stays after school for half an hour to do work, she's going to get a boyfriend and get on drugs. To after doing her schoolwork. Yeah, because she's like, other kids are allowed. Oh, yeah, because she goes, other kids are allowed to hang out and do stuff after mm. school. And he's like, yes, but they'll have boyfriends and <laughs> end up on drugs. I want to know how she managed to get away to go to the quote-unquote rave of the sharp pool then all those episodes ago when she kissed Matt. Maybe he was working. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Anyway, business ideas. So um, – <laughs> Declan and Danny are doing – How is that a business idea? They are back out on the grass. Why is this a new set? So – It's always not a product. But it's a poem and it's recycled because they're now turning it into a song. Boo. What this poem was – What are you selling? Because I listened to it at the end when they actually sing it as a song and I was like, what? (laughs) What poem is that? 
I, yeah. Who knows? I actually end up, because of last week, I thought maybe it was going to be the um, poem that Jack had been reading because Danny knew that by heart because she started saying it oh, while yes. Jack was reading it. But anyway, so apparently they're going to make a song as a product. Bolton and Matt are going to work together on Bolton's beads. That's cute. Oh, it's, it's, it's a very high school idea. I like it. They did make me laugh this episode. I This was probably Matt's best outing in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ali speaks to Dyson um, and I agree with Dyson. She's like, oh, I just want to work on the novel. And Dyson's like, I can't. I can't risk it. Yeah. It is a rule. It was brought in because of a situation that arose. And, like, I finally, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it at this school, that there are problems yep. with students and teachers at this school. They shouldn't even, as far as I'm concerned, like, even those presentations shouldn't have been done at the Shark Ball. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then Danny, so basically Ali, well, Dyson's <laughs> like, no, no, not happening. Danny gives the stupidest advice, which is, well, it won't break the rules if you meet him outside of school hours <laughs> privately. Privately. So much worse. Because <laughs> at the beginning, so because um, after Ali speaks to Dyson, she's when the next time we see her, she's t- telling Danny. <laughs> Danny actually agrees with Dyson. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I can see her point, but what you could do is just meet in secret outside of school hours. And I was like, Danny, no. And, the, and her, that won't break the rule. Danny. That's what? a bigger rule. That's <laughs> It would be. A hundred million percent work. If I was working with a kid one-on-one at school, to then work one-on-one with that kid outside of school hours is infinitely worse. It's ridiculous. I do not understand. (laughs) Anyway. So then Stassi sees Ali and is basically like, I need to drop the project and then has a breakdown while Ali tries to problem. So, so Ali's like, oh, I know, we can do Ali's it here. Lovely. Yeah. Ali's so, so nice. Yeah. Cause Ali had initially said, we'll have to meet half an hour after school. Yep. And then, but it was what weirded me out was that she made this big somehow laminated poster. <laughs> so she goes, oh, she, where yeah, did she get A1? There's no 24 hour <laughs> office works in yeah, 1996. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it's like a completely black background and then it's got a it's got a picture of a dress that yeah. she was going to make it's very impressive yeah but i was like what how how <laughs> and, and how so, come your dad didn't see you carrying it out yeah so anyway like she doesn't tell ali why she can't do it but she starts to cry and ali's like wiping the tears off her face and she's like we'll do it at, we can go and get we can go and get the fabric at recess we don't have the button so say it say which part you're a fool <laughs> You have to be your own button because we haven't had it made yet. You're a fool. Go to school. There we go. Don't <laughs> fucking leave at recess to go and get something if it's not on school grounds. Yeah. Anyway, so, and that they're going to like do the sewing at school or yes. whatever. So, yeah, Ali's really lovely about it. We go to Charlie and He has Kat. a great idea. He has an idea. <laughs> no, that's – no, I'm selling it like Charlie was okay. selling it. <laughs> so Charlie has this idea that he's very excited about. Cat doesn't want to hear it because she's creative. My thing was Cat wants to make cosmetics because she wears them. Not because she's a chemist <laughs> or in any way qualified to make any type of cosmetics. And he, um, he quite rightly says, how do you know you can do this? Oh, because I wear them. Yeah. I, I live drive, in a house. I, I dr- couldn't build one. I was going to say I drive a car. doesn't mean I can make one. <laughs> so, but they have a look at his idea anyway. Um, and, and she's she like, gets so unreasonably angry. <laughs> 
He's made a deck chair, literally a deck chair a that is wide enough chair. for two people. Yeah. That's it. That's the idea. <laughs> he's like, look, it's, you so can decorate it's easy it. to build. Yeah. Like, um, I get it. I think it's completely Yeah, Kat's not reasonable. a fan. She <laughs> goes fucking nuts. As far as she's con- concerned, she's the ideas man. He's along for the ride. I don't, I don't know, know she's what she's like, expecting him to what do. What is this for old fogies? How embarrassing. I'm like, it's a chair. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I Yeah. We can all see where that's yeah, going. Yeah, she's making perfume. <laughs> sort of. We'll get to that in all a sec because right. that's where my diatribe's coming in. Declan's song is amazing. So they're back they're at the grass. To Daddy. Yeah, they're back <laughs> at their new set. And I actually quite like the melody, whatever yeah. that was. And then Danny, this is one of those blow-ups where I'm like, what? What happened? So they're out there. They're, I, kind of, I guess they're a couple now and yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, it sounds really good. Now I just need to like. Work on your image. Do your image. Yeah. And, she's, and he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, if I've got to do marketing, like. I need to market something. Is, I need yeah. to market something. So we need to like slick your hair back. and Get some glasses, get some glasses. on you. And he's fully like the phrase non-event comes up. He he says it. He goes, no, I'm not into, you know, that's not my style. This is, this. and she's like, well, it's not really a style. Like if I can't promote, this is a non-event. Oh, and then, right, yeah, yeah. Um, like she has a good point. It's a marketing exercise. And he literally gets up, throws the guitar <laughs> down in the grass, like, <laughs> and flounces off. We haven't had a good God, flounce on the show. This is why we miss Nick. While. Nick was a great flouncer. Yeah. Yeah. Even, um. Rivers could flounce. Rivers could flounce. He was a flouncer. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Flouncing <So>, is back. <laughs> In Declan form. <laughs> so uh, we go back to their indeterminate class subject and <laughs> uh, basically Tom has found the shark pool as a venue. Okay. Um, Declan. And it turns out, right, so – I don't know. He he didn't give the kids like the due date for this, so he's expecting no. them to design, make, and market this thing. And it turns out week. it's next week. It's like next Thursday. Because one of them says, "Do you mean seventeenth of the next month?" And he's like, "No, I mean seventeenth is in next week." Yeah, you knew that, right? And I was like, "No, because you didn't tell them, dipshit." And this will be worth half of your HSC. Like, <laughs> you know, there's this thing in I in most shows about high school, and they'll be like, "Blah blah blah assignment." This will be worth fifty percent of your final grade. But That's it happens it so often. I'm like, they're up to four hundred percent of their final grade. <laughs> um, so. Ellie finds Tom. Oh, well, before that, okay. um, the she he's going around. He's like, you know, um, you can do refreshments, Kat. You can do this. Lighting. Um, and then says, you can do sound, Declan. He goes, well, I guess I will because otherwise it will be a non-event. Yeah. And she's like, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that bit. Daddy's face was like, Okay. Turns out the Chamber of Commerce and the press are coming, so I'm assuming this is a slow news day. And they've given it a week. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to give the kids that much press, like give them some time to actually put some shit together. <laughs> but anyway. No, let's make them fail. So at the end of class, they all file out and Ali speaks to Tom about meeting outside of school hours. Setting and he's up like, a clandestine uh, meeting at the shark pool. And she says, oh, you don't need to give me an answer. But, yeah, she's like, maybe like you could get to the shark pool early and we could work on it. Um, I'll be at the shark pool at these times. And if you happen to be at the shark pool, wellity, wellity, well. <laughs> and then he she, does try and shut it down for two seconds. Uh, he, uh, there was a Sam absolute tried to, token Sam event. Tried That's to what I'm saying. Shut down as well. Oh, no, no, we shouldn't. Should. <laughs> <laughs> That's them kissing. Sorry, you had to witness that. We had to 
wasn't pleasant. <laughs> oh, my ribs hurt again. My face hurts so much. I feel like the Joker. I feel like my face is stretched. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So after Ali's spoken to Tom, she goes out and uh, turns out Stassi's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to oh, make it right. to the presentation at the shark pool. So Ali's going to ask if a letter can be made to make it more official. Yeah. But I think we've suggested that before. Yes. Because there was something that happened and she wasn't going to be able to go. Oh, maybe it was like auto lessons or something. And we are like, send a fucking letter yeah. home. It's not going to matter either way to, to old mate Boris. Do. Anytime we have like a curriculum day or something. If, if something's happening outside of school, there has to be notification to. in written form. You can't tell the kids this is worth part of 50% whatever of your grade. You have to be there after school. But we're not telling your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it it's out just yourselves. the one kid that apparently yeah. gets a, a letter. Yeah. Um, and then we are at the Bordino house where Kat <laughs> is beheading all of Helen's roses. <laughs> To make perfume. She's perfume with olive oil, chamomile <laughs> and rose petals. Yeah. So she's just chucking all these fresh rose petals into a bowl <laughs> and then she's like, she's got a bottle there and I didn't realise what it said. And so Helen comes in and goes, what's wrong with the flowers? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I'm making perfume. And then she says to her, what's this? And she goes, oh, she goes, essential oils. And Helen <laughs> goes, oil. I don't know if that's what they mean by olive oil. And she goes, what's an essential oil in this household? <laughs> I did like that joke. All right. So then Science Roberto, Jane in the house. Yep. So Roberto <laughs> comes in and he's like, have you got a fixer? And she's like, what is that? And a fixer in perfume is basically what makes the smell last. Because if it didn't have a fixer, if you sprayed perfume on within about a minute, you probably wouldn't be able to smell it anymore. Yeah. And he says – Oh, ambergris. Um, and she's like, what's that? And he says, whale vomit. Now, here's the thing. Is it whale fat? No. No, there you go. So I was obsessed with – I mean, I, I did look it up again last night, but there was a point yeah. when I was a kid when I found out about ambergris. And yeah, I was, same. I was fucking fascinated with it. So I'd already looked it up and obviously like science teacher as well. Um, so ambergris is generally – actually thought to be expelled as fecal matter. So it's yeah. only sperm whales that create ambergris and it is only about 1% to 5%. Yeah, it's not pretty. She just showed me a photo of it. It literally looks like a it's rock. It's just a guy. It looks like, he looks like Guy Fieri, like, <laughs> in front of it. Like a rock. Yeah, if you look up ambergris on Wikipedia, yeah. you'll see the photo that she's looking at. Um, so it's generally thought to be expelled as fecal matter. Sperm whales, only 1% to 5% of the sperm whale population. So it's actually really rare, which is why you can get – Fucking ridiculous amounts of money for it. For the most part, ambergris was replaced by a synthetic version. Obviously, it's gross. When it first comes out, right, it actually has a strong smell of fecal matter. But over time, as it dries, it turns into, from what I've heard, like an earthy kind of smell or whatever. And that's what they use as a fixative. What they think it is, is when whales, because their diet's predominantly squid, and squid have very sharp beaks uh, and stuff like that. So it's kind of whether it is that kind of stuff that is breaking down as well as maybe bile and things like that, it creates this like waxy coating and they think that it helps them not have their guts shredded Yeah, if a random beak from a giant squid ends up in their guts. Sure. So the vomit thing is pretty widespread but because they don't actually think that they vomit it up, it occurs in their intestines. If it's a small enough piece 
it can shit it out. But very sadly, it turns out that there's probably quite a few instances, and this is why they find it in their carcass, like washed up carcasses or just floating in the sea, because it'll turn into a obstruction Ooh. and it actually ends up killing them. That sucks. Yeah. So um, although sometimes sperm whales die because of a butt obstruction. <laughs> Which is ambergris, which we then put in perfume. Humans are we found atrocious. This in the rectum of a whale, <laughs> so you can like they actually can just find it floating in the ocean. Um, but there has been a school of thought at times that if they are were unable to pass it, that they would actually vomit it up. But there's actually no kind of um, evidence backing up yeah. of the fact that it. So, but whenever like. If you look it up, it's always called whale vomit. They're like, oh, they vomited up, and I'm like, no, they don't. So. <laughs> There's your little science lesson. Hooray, science with Jane. Yeah, but just imagine how rare it is. Although I, there was a, I saw an article where this guy found, <laughs> he found what a lump of what he assumed was ambergris on the beach and he was hoping to get like about 250,000 pounds for it. But then oh, scientists were like, no, that's actually literally just a big block of sewage. Oh, <laughs> I didn't actually read the article, so I don't I didn't find out what it was. But this guy was like, I just found this thing and it's ambergris. And, <laughs> and then they're like, like honey, no. no. <laughs> but anyway, when is when they say whale vomit, probably not. No. But anyway, she does need a fixer, but she doesn't have one. So. No. So she's off to find something. So we then go to the swimmage house where Stacy is trying to get permission to go to the presentation from her mum. And her mum's like, Dad will never agree to it and I can't take you. What is this household? She basically says no because if we ask your dad about it, it's just going to upset him. This is an abusive household. If they're all too afraid to leave the house. Yeah, because they're very much putting it down as a cultural Yeah, which thing. I also didn't like because that's. But there's cultural and then there's literally like telling your wife that the only thing she can do is go to her part-time job and come home Yeah, and telling your teenage daughter that she can't actually do her HSC projects because she needs to come home Yeah, and help her mother look after two boys that should be capable of essentially looking after themselves at that age with supervision. Yeah, But it's not like there's nappy changes and all that kind of stuff. So it's very much coercive coercive. control kind of deal. I don't like it. And I kind of – I kind of don't like the fact that they're like, oh, but this is just what they're like culturally. Yeah, I re- that's the thing that annoyed me the most. One, that they're showing this is a, well, like, this is what. Like, Boris is a fuck. Yeah. To actually just say it's a waste of time. Yeah. Like that wasn't just, oh, well, no, because it's against our religion. Or no. It's no. It was literally just like, ah, who gives a shit about education for girls? Yeah, get the fuck back home and clean. Yeah, yeah. It's really – and the fact that it's really like they keep going back like to, oh, that's just what, you know, his culture is. No, no, that's not true. Yeah. That's – yeah. So Stasi's yelling at her mum and says that it's her fault that she always gives in because she's learnt it from her mother. Her mum's like, don't speak to me like that. That's just – Yeah, that's pretty much it. And then uh, but dad then comes home. Boris comes in and the mum actually lies to him and mm. says, oh, actually my mum asked if – we wanted to come for dinner tomorrow night and he's like, oh, no, I've got to work late. So, so it looks like Saturday. she's going to be able to take Stussy to the presentation. Hooray. For now. <laughs> the warehouse. The warehouse. The bead bros are yep. making beads. 
but they're also bunning heads. I did like this. So we're sitting there at the table. Bolton is adorable in this scene. Bolton's got these baskets of rocks. So apparently it turns out that those beads that he's wearing are rocks. Which, by the way, is not true because they are very (laughs) uniform in shape. And you can also see how light they are when he moves and stuff like that. So. Anyway, so he's got this bunch of rocks and he's talking to the rocks and he's asking what kind of rocks. Are you a happy rock? (laughs) And then Matt comes in and he's like, yo, where's the rest of him? And he's like, this is it. And he's like, if we're going to make money and live on the French Riviera or wherever he says, we need lots of rocks. It's very cute because basically Bolton is like, I am an artiste and I have to like. And he says exclusivity. Yes. And that's the thing. You can either make money by selling a whole lot of shit or selling a couple of bits of shit for a lot of money. Bolton like is Gucci. basically oh yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Bolton is basically going for like exclusive Luxury fashion brand. house. Yeah. And Matt is Sheen. So <laughs> he's just like, no, we've got to pump him out, paper mache balls, we're gonna smash out this money. He's literally doing the whole this isn't one of my get rich quick schemes. Cause this time I'm gonna get really rich and quick. So yeah. he's, <laughs> he's just So he's telling Bolton, he's like, no one's going to tell the difference. I'm like, what between a rock and paper mache? <laughs> but it's like beads are beads, man. I look, I get it. And also, it's like this is just a marketing exercise. We're going to smash these out, and yeah, yeah. I do like that. So Matt leaves, and Bolton like goes to the rocks. We got something to talk about, <laughs> guys. Got to discuss something. <laughs> um, and then we're back at the Bordino house, and Kat has finished she's her perfume, and she's got uh, Ali and Danny, Danny, and she's like. They're blindfolded. They are. Yeah. Well, they got their eyes closed. Yeah. And she's like, here, cop a whiff of this. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's our toilet cleaner. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out, no, it's her perfume. Then Charlie comes oh, in he's- and he's like, that is putrid. He's f- And he's, fu- he's, he's like, furious. you wouldn't even listen to my dear and this is the shit you've come up with. Like literal shit <laughs> yeah. that you've made. And she's like, I just need some whale sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie like storms out. He does. That was all I said. Diddly, diddly, diddly. Shark So, oh, sorry, Scott. Um, Tom is here to make terrible choices. So he's at the shark pool early. Isn't it the day before? That's pretty yeah. fucking early. <laughs> oh, no, the, the whole this is just to see Ali. This is all it is. Yeah, but the way she said it, it sounded like, hey, if you turn up early for the um I didn't think she was doing I thought she was just like, I'm going to be here. And if you oh, happen okay. to be here I'm in not, your time. I yeah. wasn't listening properly. So she's waiting at the shark pool. Uh, he walks down that little corridor and stops outside. So you can see him contemplating his life choices. Obviously he makes the wrong one. Yes. Do you know what's hilarious? Matt, so Ali's trying to work on her book. Matt comes over and he's like, hey, do you need anything? It's nice to see you here. And she's like, oh, I just really want to concentrate. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, I'll get out of your way. The old Matt pre before this becomes a whole thing would have been like, well, fine, if you don't want to spend any time with me, whatever. But now he's being like really yeah. nice. Yeah, you can tell they're changing it up because yeah, like Matt hasn't you, pissed me off you in episodes. At the end of this episode, cannot convince me that oh. this thing between Tom and Ali is actually going to be a thing. It's none of my business. <laughs> so yeah, so Matt's having a chat to Ali. Once he moves away, do we see that bit or do we see that later? No. So he comes in. Yeah. And then Cat and Matt are behind the bar. Kat I guess is suspicious. And Cat just kind of goes, ah. There's Mr. Summers or there's Tom. Yeah. And Matt's like, mm. Mm, Yeah. Um, so suddenly we go from there to class, I guess Into it's the, the next business, day. Into the business science humanities class lab. Yeah, and I assume <laughs> we're now the next day because I guess yeah, they didn't is. go from the shark pool 
back to school. <laughs> last um, minute prep time. And Kat actually kind of publicly apologises and says that she re- she really fucked up and she wants to apologise to Charlie and then she's going to serve the drinks. Tom's like, well, you can do refreshments. And she's like, okay. But then Charlie's like, no, I have an idea. It'll be fine. Yes, Leanne, with your hand up, waiting so patiently. So <laughs> you already know I'm on a rant. It's just the, it's the so. It's the day before this presentation. It's day been of. day of. It's been two days since he said it's next Thursday. <laughs> Where the fuck did all those days go? Once again, <laughs> as I'm pretty sure we say every, or at least I say every single episode, this this, score, this show gives zero shits about <laughs> continuity. You'll be so freaking cool if it turned out like, okay, cool in my world, not yours. That the last episode, I know what the last episode is, and the last episode has like a TARDIS in the background. We're like, ah, <laughs> oh, Doctor uh, Who timeline. What I is get the last it. episode? Is it actually like a wrap up or is it just like? Is it the end of the, the last year level that you're following? Like it's, their graduation it's pre- day? It's it's Does the school shut down? No. Okay. <laughs> it's Does the school blow up? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> even away. Fired my way. <laughs> not yet. Just like maybe a gas leak overnight. Um No. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't think it's the end of the year. It's the it's a definite end of a storyline. Like it's it's not like it's a whole oh th- there should be an episode after that. There's a definite ending. Okay, it's just not and not they like finished a grand year twelve kind of. Yeah, I personally don't like the ending of this series. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've got so long to go off. Yeah. You said that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They're basically after what is time in this world, Charlie and Kat are going to work together and then we go to Stassi's house. It's the end of the day. She's about to run off and here's apparently it, Papa. It looks like mum was going to – I assume it couldn't have been. It looked like the mum was going to go or maybe she was just going to drop her off but then there's maybe. also the two sons. Yes. So, so Stassi's all ready to go. Turns out Big Boris – uh, had a shift change and he's home early and he wants With a family. Dominoes. He wants a family game night. This is weird because if he's like this asshole father who is like women do shit in the kitchen, mm. I, I don't see that meshing with family domino night boys I and do. girls, do you? Because he's completely dictating what they're gonna do. Mm, true. So okay, he's come fair. home and he's like, hey, my work's changed. So uh it's dinner and dominoes, guys. You don't get any choice in the matter. Yeah. I think in terms of like culture, like, uh, not even culture, like because anyone can be about family. Mm. So he's very big on family values but just as big on traditional gender roles. True, 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 true. So he's like we're having a family game night and it's not even like I guess sitting around watching TV. It's something very like old-fashioned like yeah. doing dominoes and stuff. Yeah, okay. So, I'm back on board. Okay. So they're playing dominoes and then we head back to the shark pool and just like five or so episodes ago, the power goes out at the shark pool and it creates a portal for love apparently. Yeah. So the last time we saw this was when Matt and Stassi Stassi had a kiss during the, was it the Halloween thing? Yeah. Yeah, The rave. (laughs) Um, So the light goes out for like two seconds, I guess, because of Bolton. Um, And Tom and Ali 
share a moment. So for some reason he's got his hand on his shoulder. He was. She's freaking out because Stassi's not there, and he's like, "It's going to be okay." Puts his hand on her shoulder innocently. The power goes out for a second, and for some reason that just like switches their brains over. Yeah, there's a definite look, and yeah. the other reason you can tell it's a definite look is because Matt sees it He's from the witness. other side of the room, yeah. and we see Matt's facial expression. Mm. So it wasn't just me going, oh, like it's it's definitely deliberately showing. set up. Yeah, yep. So fuck my life. <laughs> I know what direction this show is going in, and I hate it. Yeah, fair. So then we go back to Domino's, and then back to the presentation. Declan's song is. It gives me a real Talking Heads vibe. Yeah, I said I said he looks like, I guess, like a modernised version of someone who would be in The Cure. Yeah. It's like he's almost had a perm. A little bit. Yeah, his, his hair's extra And he's fluffy. got black glasses and a very kind of angular red suit with a yeah. black T-shirt. He looks good. Like, he it look looks, good. It looks like very – it's not him, but it looks cool. And he's doing all the, like, the – Talking it's, Heads is probably a good one because yeah. he's doing all those movements and even the way he's, he's singing. singing. <laughs> <laughs> You sounded like the guys from um, Flight of the Concord. <laughs> I love them. The same. Um, so, yeah, like I think as an actor he did well in that. Yeah, he like, did. he really had to play up. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it was yeah. fun to watch. And um, Danny's loving it from the sidelines. <laughs> he really really steps into the makeup. He does. After cracking it, he's back on board. And Ronnie's there and Dyson's there and Very everyone's laughing delighted. and clapping and, yeah. Ali, it was. And then Ali's freaking – her hair looks fabulous, by the way. Mm. It looks great. So Ali is on the verge of a fucking breakdown and <laughs> – My note for this, right? So we we, we, we flash back to the Sue Mitch house. Oh, okay. I feel like you and I are going to have the exact same note. My- <laughs> you read yours and then I'll read mine. A big accident on the highway. What a stroke of luck. I wrote <laughs> – Sassy's at home crying, but good news, a devastating pile-up on the highway has saved us all. <laughs> I'm so glad we had exactly the same thought. All right, there's been some massive accident. So her dad's, if anyone doesn't remember, her dad is a tow truck driver. Sassy's crying somewhere in the corner going, I'm missing it, I'm missing it all, and I really wanted I'm to go. I'm missing my fashion show. Yeah. Turns out, luckily, maybe people have died on the highway. Like, dad bursts in and he's like, I've got to go to work. There's been a massive pile up. And then Sassy and her mum like look at each other with such joy. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. This is like I told you. He could have said a car's broken down. This would be fine. Or like there's yeah, yeah, there's some sort of something that doesn't there's some sort of blockage on the road. A massive car accident. This is I've talked about it many years ago when we started this podcast 30 years ago. <laughs> my most hated Christmas movie that makes me furious. Oh, this is the same thing again. An entire dead. family four die. <gasps> they must have been our angels. It was the best Christmas ever. A family of four died. <laughs> you fucking psycho <laughs> six-year-old child. four died to give you the best Christmas, Christmas ever. It's <laughs> exactly what this is. A family of four have died on the highway so that Stassi can go to a fashion show. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Charlie and Kat, their chair is a massive failure. Yep, so they're, ne- nice. they're next on after Declan. So Declan's done his song and then these two come out in ye old-fashioned swimming <laughs> costumes. Bathers, yeah. Yeah, that was cute. And so mm. Kat gets up and does his The marketing spiel. thing was good. Yeah, and then they sit on the chair and it breaks. My favourite thing was that she... <laughs> She said that she decorated it. 
This thing had white and blue stripes. Yeah, that's all it was. It was, it was just a piece of it. fabric. That was all. Yeah, that I can't believe it. I decorated what? You bought the fabric? <laughs> of what, like the most, it was the so most stupid. deck chair fabric I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Fabulous. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> and they fall through the chair and then they both storm off and everyone has a big laugh. And then Bolton's beads, it is a stylish presentation. So, yeah, Matt and um, and Bolton get up and they've got some models and somehow they've found the time to make everybody fucking fake fur bikinis. Like there's a real, like, caveman-y vibe and, yeah, you know, playing music the Flintstones. And, and they've got little catchphrases. The audience are vibing. And uh, Bolton goes around and puts beads on the teachers. Yeah, it's it good. It's good. This is the best. Oh, no, absolutely. Then yeah. there's this intercut scene of a three-second fake drama for no reason of Stassi losing her shoe. Yeah, so they're getting I don't stuff know out of what her bag this added. and it turns out that one of the shoes she bought wasn't in there. And they're like, no. And, and I'm like, she could just wear no five shoes. Five seconds later, one of them, who, Declan? Declan's like, here's the shoe. Hey, Quick, put a, it on. Hey, Done. there's a shoe outside. Is this yours? Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> phew. <laughs> like it was... No, it, there was a non-event. It was a non-event. <laughs> Danny was right. There was a non-event. So um, the dress is a success. The dress is cool. The There's dress no is very cyber. Fucking way they made that in two days. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So I guess it's meant to look like like recycled. It's, it's like a space age Marie Antoinette. A lot of silver. It was cool. Plasticky looking fabric. It's got yeah. a big skirt. It's almost like an Edwardian. No, is it Edwardian? Yeah, that's why I went from like French, French pre-French revolutionary. What's yeah, that? Yeah, it's almost got one of those those big white powder puff wigs. Yeah. It almost looks like she's wearing one of those. She has, She's built like a model. Renaissance, that's it. Yeah, yeah. she is built like a model. Yeah. She's so gorgeous. She walks in the dress. She's blowing bubbles. Uh, for some reason, so Danny's doing the voiceover and she says, I didn't get the second part, but she goes, it's a dress you could wear to a crocodile party on the Nullarbor or something or other in Sydney. I don't know. I was too busy writing down that crocodile party. You could wear this dress to a crocodile I know. party. I don't know what they're trying the to Nullarbor. do. I don't know. Where are crocodiles on the Nullarbor? There's no water in the Nullarbor. Desert crocodiles? Yeah. Is this something that I don't know about? <laughs> You're getting mad at me about something I didn't write. This, this is another this thing <laughs> where this show is just like crocodile party on the Nullarbor. No. Do you know what? I only just learnt that Nullarbor is Latin, which makes sense because it's it? no trees, Nullarbor. Nullarbor. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of like, what did they used to call? I always thought it was an Indigenous Terrace, language. Ter- terra Nullis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I always assumed it was like something to do with. Aboriginal. Yeah, same. Yeah, I thought it would be like a, a, a local language. There you go. I know. See, Learned. that kind of thing I enjoy learning about <laughs> yeah. because my brain goes, huh, when I find out that Arthur, as <laughs> We're last still episode, not over it. <laughs> it was a fucking aardvark, that's when my brain entirely rejects it. Ah, Nullarbor. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> the Nullarbor with all its crocodiles. <laughs> yep. I also just – it just suddenly occurred to me at this point that there was literally not a single extra. This was a this was a no extras allowed. Except for the to, model. The models were extras. Yeah, but this was – Oh, no in, projects. This from, was an entire class thing and literally the only, only the Scooby gang gave presentations. They only, they're the ones that deserve attention from the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. No stinking extras. So she walks up and down in this dress and then the skirt comes off and she's in like – it's like a booty shorts. It's like a jumpsuit almost. It's like a leotard. Yeah. But it's got shorts, like short shorts, but shorts. Short shorts. And she's got like 
thigh length stockings on. Yeah. Because I guess that goes with the Edwardian theme. Everything's still covered. Like immediately, it's as soon as that skirt dropped off, I thought her parents were going to turn up. Walk or in. At least yeah, Boris. Same, actually. <laughs> so she walks in the dress and then they all get up on stage and everyone claps and they have a dance and Tom and Ellie have another moment. It's annoying because there's this really – it's juxtapose, juxtapose, <laughs> juxtapose. Juxtapose. <laughs> For she's a <laughs> juxtaposition. It's so close. It's so close to the end. We're gonna hold it together. Okay. Yeah. It's, so they're all they're all yeah. up on stage and dancing. Stassi and Bolton are really cute dancing they're together. Dancing. That's really sweet. Yeah. And then, but it's sidelined with. Ali and eye Tom. Eye contact between Tom and the audience. He doesn't get up and dance. No. He's sitting in the audience, but she makes eye contact and she's dancing. Because like, she was dancing and then she's sort of like, uh. <laughs> I, I hope everyone knows what those two dance people are. We were both just like, like shoulder shimming at each other going, uh. <laughs> so and then Stussy arrives home safe with no issues. Hooray, it's going to be fine. Yeah, so she's beat Boris home from the, the lucky car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I bless it was us, a, bless I, us, I everyone. It's a twelve car pile up. Thank God. Um, so she gets home and her mum's like, "Oh, that's fantastic! Get upstairs before your dad realizes." You were waiting for dad to burst through the door. I was. So yeah. Again, I was thinking either she's going to get home and dad's going to be waiting. He's waiting in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I saw mum looking happy, I was like, "No, maybe dad's going to catch her before she goes upstairs." No. And so you're like, "Stassi got away with it." No, she didn't because <laughs> the next morning the B train, Boris, is. Out in the driveway and Collecting picks up the, the paper. local paper. And <sighs> again, there is a giant, again, the slowest news day of all of Sydney. She's on the second page of a metropolitan newspaper. Giant a picture. school project. In the, the leotard shorts. This is where, like. Not even the dress, which would have been more of the showstopper and also showing more of yeah. the recycling element. Yeah. No, they've put her on, you know, booty shorts. Yep. <laughs> And Boris, he literally is like, no more school, help around the house, bitch, yeah, so or Boris get out. bursts inside and basically says, you're, you're not going to school anymore, you're going to stay at home and help your mum. And I was like, that's not actually legal in this country. Uh-huh. But then, like, she has a blow up with her dad and then the dad says, basically, get the fuck out. And she says, okay. And then the mum tries to stop her. Dad but then, blames the mum like a proper yeah, abusive man. your fault. Mm-hmm. And then she tells her mum that she'll still ring her every day and she says, oh, some people from school have a place, so I'm going to go stay I'm with sure them. I'm sure they'll let me stay. And yeah. I was like, well, I guess she's moving in. I wonder if that means someone's moving out. Like, where is she going to stay? Well, uh, I mean, this is the same as before where we were like. Where was Bolton going to stay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not Bolton. There was huh? someone else who stayed in there. Maybe Matt, but, oh, he stayed with Ali. Yeah. I think it was Bolton because I thought Matt was going to have his own room, but then yeah. it turned out he was sharing with Ali even though they said they needed space. Mm. Um, so she's moving out and then the the warehouse gang and I guess – was it just the warehouse gang? Yeah, we're walking down the street. They find Stassi crying. She says that she has nowhere to stay. Bolton's like, stay with us for as long as you want. Yay. Bolton's she, do you know what? It's a little – and it's not her fault because it's, she's lived a horrible life and she has probably 
had to become manipulative, Stassi. Like it explains a lot of her behaviour. She's behavior. already straight up said to her mum yeah. that she's, yes. she's going to move in with these people. And, and then, then she's, she's like, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, and so I get – look, she has – Spent her life trying, having to lie to survive effectively in this. Like, unless I mean, the only other way you could look at it was that she said that to her mum, so her mum wouldn't worry because her mum oh, was that's like, true. "You can go and stay with the auntie," and then she's like, "I can't be anywhere where dad's going to find me." And so, whether she just said that to her mum and then was hoping, "Holy shit, I hope I can." Yeah, maybe that makes but more sense. Yours, yeah. But the thing is that she is a liar. Yeah, it both both are completely. As I as I commented to someone on Instagram the <laughs> other day, you? they said something about. Stussy was one of their hated characters, and I was like, I will never. Honestly, out of everything she's done, I will never the forgive Allie her stuff? for copying <laughs> of Ali <laughs> and then go. accusing Ali of copying. Yeah, fair. Again, still, like deep down, always dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel sympathy sympathy for her in this episode, but still dead to me. Never passed. <laughs> so he also we find. So Bolton is like, you know what? So cheer up. You're staying with us. It's going to be fine. And Ellie's like, yeah, no problem. And Danny's like, okay. okay. <laughs> Danny's the one that's the most concerned about yeah. it. Um, we also find out that Bolton's beads are doing okay. They made $300 for their paper mache necklaces. <laughs> yeah. So the boys thinks they're, I guess they're moving to the Riviera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then when they walk into school, there's some students that are like, yo, bead brothers. Our shit has fallen apart and we want our money back. <laughs> well, it starts with them going, are you the Bead Brothers? And Bolton's like, one and only. <laughs> <laughs> so the paper mache has not worked out too yeah. well. They want their money back for their beads because That's like why you lack of them and he's and like, he I never had to lack of the rocks. Yeah, and he goes, oh, and because one of the boys is like, they smell. And it's like, these are literally done within 24 hours. They are not going to smell. <laughs> If they smell of anything, it will be paper mache. Yeah. But, yeah, so then the boys are like, one, two, three, and they literally just sprint back out of the gate. We well, have, I don't think we've ever seen this the, entrance. That entrance. We saw it the – Maybe once or twice. I think we saw it just – It was it this episode? No, I would say nine – Maybe last episode. 99.9%. They usually go through the car park. Through the car park. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just near where their new set of the tree is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they've expanded their filming. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think this might be because we learnt from Scott Major and from the book that this was an abandoned school. They they had the whole property. So I don't know what. That's why like the hospital set there and the apartment set there and all that kind of stuff. And they're not working around schools, um, like school timetables. So who knows? So now they seem to have incorporated an outdoor area. Sure. (laughs) And so they run off while the unhappy customers are on roller skates with hockey sticks chasing after them <laughs> on the other side of the fence. There was a fair there was a fair bit of um roller hockey in the background yeah. over the last two episodes, I reckon. There has been. Because I did write a note last episode where I was like, again, they're allowing kids during break times <laughs> to play roller hockey Which while everyone else is, is just walking around. <laughs> So, yeah, and that's the end of the episode. And then the closing credits are like a wacky montage with Declan's song and, like, funny moments of the episode, like Kat and Charlie falling through the chair and, and smelling the, the perfume. and, and the Yeah, it was, yeah they don't <laughs> normally do that. No. Hmm. It's usually a freeze frame. I guess because it was a fairly lighthearted The last episode. two episodes have been fairly – I mean, despite the fact that there was a death right. in the last one. So, yep. yeah, moving on to my predictions. Oh, okay. We've had a couple of light <laughs> episodes. Yeah, we have. But this episode we've started seeing eyeballs being made between <laughs> Tom and Allie and I feel like next episode, pa- yeah. because we know what this show's like, it'll go from eyeballs to full-on relationship. So <laughs> I would not I, – I reckon that it's really going to ramp up next episode. 
between those. I reckon that's the next big storyline is going to be Ali and Tom. Fair enough. We only have nine episodes left of this season. Wow. I know. This is still the same season. At the end? What? Who leaves at the end of this? I'm not telling you. Um, I bet it's Tom and Allie. You reckon? You reckon they leave together a la Stephen uh, Steve Rivers, try again, Rivers Maybe. and Sam? <laughs> well, that was Steve's last episode as well. That's why. <laughs> left together. Came I would have supported that. More so than the other two, yeah. Sam and Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, because that was age appropriate. Yeah, exactly. The two boys ran off together. Fine with they that. Were a cute couple. They, they were, were a cute couple. They were. They had the best dynamic. Is he remember he called him Peter? Yes. Or and Petey sometimes. Petey and remember, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they were like talk about whether or not his blue jumper looked yeah, good on him. They were cute they together. Were a cute couple. All right, we're rewriting our memories as right. Steve and Rivers left together. Yeah, and Steve's good. still alive, and the two of them are just way better. <laughs> Their best life in Byron Bay. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah. So I. Last time I said that at some stage Charlie has to have a glow up mm-hmm. because he's purely because he doesn't match what he, he looks like. His credits, <laughs> and it has to be fairly soon because they normally. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that in terms again because this show likes to show ma- like throw a massive curveball. Someone could die next episode, and I wouldn't know. But <laughs> definitely before. Tom and Ali are going in the wrong direction, and I makes me feel sick. And then we're going to end up with. Charlie having his makeover. I'm interested to see whether he'll have the makeover and immediately go into a relationship with Kat or whether he has the makeover and then she decides that she likes him and he goes, not now. You had your chance. (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing like staunch staunch shoulders. You had your chance. Jane is is like fronting up to me across the table. (laughs) You had your chance, bitch. Um, Why is Charlie's voice getting so high? It is. I'm just getting, I'm just moving into Esche okay. because of the shoulders. I think. <laughs> oh, what was the Esche? Oh, fuck! What was the Esche joke I heard the other day? Oh, what do you call an Esche in a suit? <laughs> no, guilty. <laughs> I knew it was going to have something to do with court. <laughs> We're allowed to say this because we teach a lot of them. We teach a lot of Esche. Um, so yeah, those are the only predictions I can come up with. I know. I mean, we've now got two teachers and a principal, which means we're at capacity in terms of staff <laughs> members. I guess. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. They could chuck in another character. They could. Oh, the other. I guess Stassi moving into the warehouse. The warehouse. I guess there could be something. You have said you're waiting for something to happen with her and Bolton. Oh yeah, because they were both the the hippies. They were both hippies. Um, oh, they both had the hair. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I forgot about that. Those are my predictions. What do you? What is that face? I was just looking up a few. Like I was looking up the next few episodes. Going. Oh, I'm just. You know. I like to think in my head. Oh, which. You know. What are you going to get right out of your? Um, Am I right? Prediction. No. Oh, no. No. Three, no. Oh. Sorry. Not that. I was just looking up. I saw a name as a guest cast member. I was like, oh, that name's familiar. That there is a person coming up who is the real-life wife of Southgate. Who? Um, the, ac- the actress is the real-life wife of Southgate. Which actress? The one, a, a guest cast member coming uh, up, yeah, who has a big storyline in one episode. But, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I know that name. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't think that's the reason why I know that name. But, yeah, Southgate's wife's going to be on the show, everyone. Well, Tony Martin's wife's going to be on the show. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted with my own thing. Who is your student of the week? Um, I'm very displeased about the eyeballs, uh, but I think Ali was really nice to Stassi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm giving it to Bolton for his communing with the beads. Yeah. Um, I think I think it? most of them had a pretty good run. They this did. Episode. Matt was. Better than normal. Better than he normal. He was fun not, again. Not a shit. No. Yep. Like he, I don't agree with his rush out an inferior product and sell it, but yep. as far as things, he was supportive of Ali's story. Yep. He didn't get accusatory and jerky. He did. And if I saw, if I was him and I saw Ali and Tom looking like they did at each other, I would have made that face as well. Yeah. So. Who is your student on suspension? I'm suspending Kat. She was really rude unnecessarily. Out of all of them, I think, yeah, where she was like, I'm the brains of this operation and then she made a fucking shit pile of rose petals and olive oil. Their chair would have been fine if he'd had the time time to to work work it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I go with that. Um, Who are you? It's probably not suspendable, but hey. Um, Who? Worst of the bunch. Yes. Who is your staff member of the week? Mm, I'm giving it to Ronnie because she made fun of Tom. Um, and oh, yeah. I Ronnie, think Dyson Ronnie for a little bit part. Yeah, yeah. The principal's pet now. <laughs> Dyson, um, I am annoyed that she's got like the whole chamber of commerce and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It felt I like a lot. I enjoy her the fact that she is enthusiastic and feels that like other people should know what the kids are doing and opportunities for her kids. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. I I feel like the shark pool wasn't the greatest no place to hold it, particularly. Yeah. And uh, we, I also think that if there was a possibility that she would have approved the photo that went into the paper. Actually, I am giving it to Dyson because she was like, hey, shut that shit down. Don't spend time alone with students. Okay. Mm. Like a principal should have from the yeah. very start. Okay. Okay. Yep. Tom, <laughs> I'm not even asking the question. Yeah. I can see where this is going and it would be better if we just if we could just kill him off now <laughs> <laughs> before it gets to that point. That'd be great. Maybe he could just go do some photography on a cliff. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, Tom, I can see where Tom's going and uh, I'm really unhappy. <laughs> yeah, fair. Very fair. All right. That's it. We did it. Yeah. Look at us go. You can catch us on Instagram at High. Woo, she did it. I did it. Uh, you can also email us at snarkbreakhigh at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive at the end there. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Sorry. You don't have to, but we are happy to hear from we you. We like getting questions. Have an excellent fortnight. Bye. Bye.